Hello, Bettys. Welcome to the show. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to let you know that we have such an epic list of guests coming up in March. We are talking about menopause. We're talking about autoimmunity. We're talking about muscle building. We're talking about recovery practices. And I don't want you to miss any of it. Even if you are listening to the podcast, you may not necessarily be subscribed. So you're going to have to manually go into your podcast app and press play. I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so that you are getting the podcast as they are released. It's going to make me oh so happy to know that you are a subscriber of the pod. You are officially a Betty in the Bettyverse. And of course, you are never going to miss an episode and be the first to know when it drops. Thank you so much. Bad breath is the first sign. Then it's typically leads to the gingivitis and cavities. Once it gets inside your body, you are more prone to heart disease, high blood pressure. Alzheimer's has been directly related to the bacteria inside the mouth. Yes. Diabetes, any mm -hmm. type of inflammatory disease. Because you have to remember this is inflammation. It's causing inflammation. You don't know where it's going to end up in the body. For moms, it means preterm labor. Um, I had a friend who told me about her friend who went into preterm labor around 28 weeks and was on her head um, just to kind of keep the baby in so that they could make it to a viable date. Mm -hmm. And they 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 were giving her all sorts of medication. They couldn't get that preterm labor to stop. They finally looked inside her mouth and found an abscessed tooth. They healed the abscessed tooth, and within three days, her preterm labor stopped. Her um, she was able to go home, and she delivered a full-term baby. Welcome back to the Better Podcast with yours truly, Dr. Stephanie Estima. This show is for high-performing women who want better bodies, better minds, better relationships, better sex, and better families and want to hear from a woman that can take the complex science and make it easy to integrate into everyday life. Every week, I'll be giving you access to world-class scientists, medical doctors, plastic surgeons, professional athletes, Olympic gold medalists, Hollywood actors, parenting coaches, sex experts, and psychologists. I am always looking to answer this question. What are the simplest things that we can do today to get better tomorrow? I am part geek, part magic, and it is my mission to be the voice for women. Let's get better together. Hey, Bettys, it's me, Dr. Stephanie Estima. Welcome to another episode of Better with Dr. Stephanie. And we are going to be speaking about the oral microbiome today. We have had a previous episode on the oral microbiome, and I'll put that link in the show notes. Today, I sat down with one of my longtime friends, Trina Felber. She is the creator and CEO of Primal Life Organics. This is a food-based skin and dental care company. Now, Trina has more than 30 years of experience as a registered nurse. So she is kind of like a clean beauty coach. And I'm actually going to be getting her back on the podcast at a future date. And we are going to talk all about clean beauty because I get asked all the time, what is it that you do with your skin? What is it that you do with your, uh, your teeth? So I'm kind of bringing you, you know, episode by episode, some of my favorite 
people on the planet and some of my favorite uh, people in my network, but also the companies and the products that I use. And Trina is some, I have been using her products now for several years, in particular, the coffee bean serum. It's my absolute favorite. But we wanted, I wanted to start our conversation today with the oral microbiome because this is such an important topic that I think so many people miss when we are talking about our overall health and wellness. We miss, if you have gut issues and you miss the oral microbiome, it is just going to propagate. And the same is true for skin issues, for menstrual issues. The oral microbiome is no different and not distinct from other microbiomes in the body. So we talked about modern dental practices. So we talked about some of the problems with typical modern products like toothpaste, especially the ones that foam. We talked about fluoride. We talked about mouthwash, especially the ones that claim to kill 99.9% of all bacteria. And that's actually what they do, which is not actually a good thing. We talk about that. We talk about cavities. We talk about the ability of your teeth to remineralize. What a shocker, right? That our that our teeth can actually heal themselves. We don't have to have them filled or or worse, uh, root canals or you know silver fillings and all that. We talk a little bit about mercury fillings and amalgams, and then we move into. You know, I asked her this question point blank, like, how do we actually brush our teeth, Trina? Like, just explain to me the right way to brush our teeth that is going to be healthy for our teeth, healthy for our gums. We talk about teeth whitening. This is, you know, if you're a vain woman like myself, you're going to also want to tune in for this because teeth whitening, you know, we always want to put our best face forward, right? And smiling, if there's something that we are, you know, embarrassed about around our smile, she talks about how traditional whitening is actually one of the worst things that you can do for your dentin and why it's actually, why you have to keep going back um, for more whitening because it's actually not doing anything except for dehydrating your teeth. So she talks about how you can actually whiten your teeth naturally with a product that she has developed. And we talk about a dental detox. And this is something that I would like you Bettys to pay attention to in terms of how we can detox our mouth and start to remineralize and reseed the oral microbiome so that we can experience better health in all aspects of our life. So I've put a link. She actually has a product called the Dental Detox. I've put that link in the show notes for you as well. This is going to be packed with science as the show notes are going to really help you out. Make sure that you check those out as we are, as we're going through the episode. I've put a lot of information there for you. So without further ado, please enjoy this dental discussion with Trina Felber. I am a huge fan of the Bio Optimizers Magnesium Breakthrough. It has seven forms of magnesium, which is going to help to transform your stress and your performance and your recovery and your sleep to the next level. I'm often asked like, well, what are the types of magnesium we should be looking for? So there's magnesium chelate and citrate and bisglycinate and malate, sucrosomial, taurate and orotate. They have various effects on the body. Bisglycinate, 
probably the most bioavailable and most absorbable. Malate, it's found naturally in fruits, helps with migraines, chronic pain has been shown to help improve depression. Magnesium citrate uh, helps with arterial stiffness, helps with maintaining a healthy weight. Magnesium chelate is important for muscle building, recovery and health. The list goes on and on. You're basically getting them all in one supplement. Each supplement itself is 500 milligrams of magnesium, which I feel is such a a great dosage as a great baseline for most women. I have found a beautiful medium of actually cycling my magnesium. So I actually will take one or two of these. So I'm either getting 500 milligrams or up to a gram of magnesium, depending on where I am in my cycle. So head on over to biooptimizers.com forward slash better and use code better for 10% off of any order, but make sure that the magnesium breakthrough is in your cart. Don't be fooled by the frigid temperatures. Keeping hydrated in the wintertime is super important. In colder temperatures, we sweat more due to a higher metabolic demand of trying to maintain a core body temperature. We lose more fluids and electrolytes through our urine. We lose more water through respiration and just general breathing. And our skin dries out in the wintertime as well. We are a ski family, and over this winter, we have been using Elementee's Chocolate Medley. The chocolate chai is absolutely incredible with some boiling water, a splash of milk, and my kids love the chocolate mint with some hot water. This is our apres-ski. We cozy up with Element Hot After Hours on our cross-country trails. Now, for a limited time, you too can get the Element Tea Chocolate Medley and enjoy them hot as I have been doing with this exclusive insider bundle for you. When you buy three boxes of any flavor, it doesn't have to be the chocolate, it can be any of the flavors that they offer, you are going to get the fourth box free. If you head over to drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Estima, you'll see that exclusive offer at the bottom of the page. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash D-R-E-S-T-I-M-A. And tell me which of the chocolate melody you love the best. Okay, Trina Felber, I am thrilled to welcome you to the Better Podcast. Welcome, girl. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I love talking with you whenever we meet up. I always love talking with you. So I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy. And, you know, I have been, I was saying to you in the pre chat, we have been one of the big questions that we consistently get in terms of feedback from our community is skincare and oral care. And you are the dynamic duo of both. And, you know, I am someone who is really, you know, the podcast, we talk a lot about like reducing inflammation and living a vibrant life, but like, I'm also vain. Like I also want to have good looking teeth and I want to have good looking skin. And, you know, I want to be able to put my best, you know, mouth forward, face forward. Um, and you're, you're definitely someone who I think that the Bettys, my listeners are going to really, uh, enjoy. And de- as we download your wisdom, it will become apparent in our conversation how much you actually know about all this. So I'm really, really happy that you're here. Yeah. And let me just say, you know, when when you when you're taking good care of yourself, there are two things that we typically leave out because we'll do the supplements, we do the diet, we'll do the exercise. But we forget that there's some things that we're using on our skin that's actually going to cause us to age faster. And the number one place we forget that impacts every aspect of your health, including your skin, is your mouth. So my, like I geek out on both these topics. I could talk about both of these for like 
two hours each. So I'm excited um, that everyone is already into this because it's really very powerful and can impact your health tremendously. Yeah. And I want to start off with, if we don't get to the skincare today, I promise Betty's she will be back and we will talk about skin. But I wanted to talk about the oral microbiome. I want to talk about oral care, uh, mouth care, because this is something where there is just such a, you know, the perspective that you bring is so contrarian to what we actually see in, you know, what we would consider like, you know, traditional dentistry and sort of the allopathic model of how to take care of our teeth. So let's, let's start with the oral microbiome or the microbiome um, in the mouth. This has been something that I have been really getting into as of late. I had a, I had a girlfriend um, who had just these crazy like digestive issues. She was inflamed her face. She had uh, like an, I think it was an impacted molar or something. And then they took it out and then she had all these, all these health issues afterwards. And then it was only when she started you know, trying to reseed the microbiome and working on oral dysbiosis, uh, that her, we saw some of her health markers improve. So from that, I was like, "Huh, I never thought oral teeth like how that connects to." As you said, it's one of the things that impacts everything. So let's start off by defining what the oral microbiome is and why we should not be looking at our mouth as distinct and separate from, let's say, the gut microbiome or the rest of our the rest of our bodies. Yeah. So your mouth, when you talk about your gut. Your mouth is where your digestion actually starts. And let me go right back to like way back when we were all newborns. As a baby in the womb, the environment, it's not completely sterile, but it's for the most part, as opposed to being outside of the womb, it's pretty clean and sterile in the womb. There's a little bit of bacteria in there, but very, very clean, very sterile. So baby really has no uh, immune system at all. So when the baby's born, especially a vaginal delivery, that's the you know the the best choice if you can do a vaginal delivery. And it's really because as the baby is delivered through the vaginal canal, the bacteria in the canal gets in the baby's nose and the baby's mouth. So with the first breath, that inhale baby breathes in the bacteria. And with the first sip of mama's milk, the baby swallows the bacteria. That bacteria that's in the nose and the mouth is what feeds and seeds the gut to stimulate the immune system. And it's the communication for what in the outside world do I need to protect against? So as we get older, or even from, you know, for babies now, that dysbiosis starts inside the mouth. This is why babies born vaginally have a stronger immune system than babies that are born by C-section. In fact, they've actually done swabs, vaginal swabs. Of course, mom has to have a healthy vaginal swab, but they've actually done vaginal swabs and then put that bacteria inside the, mom, uh, inside the baby's mouth from a C-section baby to spark their immune system. So when we talk about health, overall health, your immune system starts inside your mouth. It, I always talk about this canal that goes all the way through from tongue to tail is still outside your body. And it's hard to think of it that way because it's really like when you're thinking about it's a tunnel, but everything from opening your mouth to the other end is really still outside your body. And we need to treat it that way so that we can grow the right stuff to protect us. It's sort of like your skin keeping the good bacteria on your skin. 
And if we think about it as still outside your body, we only want to keep it healthy so that it doesn't let the wrong stuff in. And that starts with your mouth, with your gum tissue, all the way down through your digestion, if that makes sense. Oh, totally makes sense. And I think that that's part of the reason why, you know, developmentally, when we have baby on her or his tummy, you know, they kind of, they're panning the horizon and then they reach and they grab something and they put it in their mouth, right? And that's part of the development of the immune system is to get the bacteria from the outside world, as you were saying, and to maybe, you know, start colonizing that and become, I like that. And I love what you're saying around thinking about the digestive tract as a whole as outside the body, because we don't actually have direct access to the spleen or the liver or, you know, but if you open your mouth, you are now interacting with the outside world, right? So that's a really good, um, good way to look at it. And when we think about, when we think about oral dysbiosis, um, where we may have an imbalance in the bacteria, or maybe you can explain what oral dysbiosis is because I've read, uh, papers and I can put this in the, in the show notes, uh, just in kind of prepping to talk to you that, Oral dysbiosis has been, um, you know, associated with, you know, when we're talking about, you know, children and, and pregnancy with preterm birth and miscarriage, at the very worst, stillbirth and intraamniotic infection and inflammation. So, define what oral dysbiosis maybe in mom is um, and how that might translate into uh, into a, you know, it could be a wide variety of, of issues. But what they've that, actually what that shown, is. yeah, and they've actually shown um, moms oral biome is directly related to the health of the baby. In fact, baby moms that have a dysbiosis, and it doesn't even mean that you have cavities and things like that, but a dysbiosis, baby is more likely to have that same dysbiosis and is pre- um, it, they're they're more likely to have cavities and gum disease and then health issues. So the health issues that go along with that dysbiosis inside the mouth of course, it's going to start inside the mouth. So you're going to have more, um, you're more likely going to have gingivitis leading to periodontitis, which is the inflammation of the gum tissue. When we talk about leaky gut syndrome, I say it starts with leaky gum syndrome. It's the leaky gums that allows that bacteria to get inside your, inside your body. And that you're also going to be more prone to having cavities or sensitive teeth. So the dysbiosis inside your mouth, it, it starts in your mouth and then travels throughout and it gets in through your gum tissue typically. But you have to remember that whatever is inside your mouth, you swallow and it goes into your gut. Good, bad, or indifferent everything inside your mouth ends up in your gut. So we want to make sure that your gut, your mouth is healthy. The very first sign that you have an imbalance inside your mouth is bad breath. We have all been um, brainwashed into believing that bad breath just happens and it happens as we get older, but that's totally not true. If you have a healthy mouth, your breath will not be bad. It will not be stale. It will not be sour. It will be fairly fresh, even upon wakening from a sleep, from sleep. You should not have bad breath. Now we're also wearing masks more often, more frequently, and that can also contribute more to bad breath. Bad breath is the first sign, then it's typically leads to the gingivitis and cavities. Once it gets inside your body, you are more prone to heart disease, high blood pressure. Alzheimer's has been directly related to the bacteria inside the mouth, yes. diabetes, any mm -hmm. type of inflammatory disease. Because you have to remember this is inflammation. It's causing inflammation. You don't know where it's going to end up in the body. For moms, it means 
preterm labor. Um, I had a friend who told me about her friend who went into preterm labor around 28 weeks and was on her head um, just to kind of keep the baby in so that they could make it to a viable date. Mm-hmm. And they 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 were giving her magne- all sorts of medication. They couldn't get that preterm labor to stop. They finally looked inside her mouth and found an abscessed tooth. They healed the abscessed tooth. And within three days, her preterm labor stopped. Her um, She was able to go home and she delivered a full-term baby. It's wow. directly related to preterm. It's actually related to um, impotence in men. When you think about the mouth, we have to stop and realize that nitric oxide is made inside the mouth, and um, anything. And that's why cardiac, any type of cardiac issues, is directly related as well. Not just the bacteria, but nitric oxide is the vasodilator. So you want nitric oxide, and when you have the wrong bacteria, that nitric oxide is not made. So you lose that really important preventative uh, mechanism that your body produces. So it's so important. Obesity and then digestive disorders are huge. And like you were saying, Dr. Stephanie, um, a lot of times people suffer and they treat dysbiosis in their gut, but they never truly get better. They get a little better, but they never heal completely. And the reason for that is because the mouth is the starting place and that's where we have to fix. We have to fix the mouth and then it all will follow along that tube. Right. And if you start off with, let's say, doing a stool test and food intolerances and all those things, that can certainly give you clues. But if you're not actually fixing the oral microbiome and the oral dysbiosis, it's not that you're wasting your money, but it's, it's, you're never going to get to the root of it. You're never going to actually, you see what I did there? The root of it. Uh, (laughs) I love it. I promise I'm punny and funny. So, yeah, you'll never actually completely resolve it or ameliorate some of the symptoms that you're um, experiencing. So, as you're talking, you know, the natural next question in my mind is, okay, how do we get there? Like if we have this dysbiosis and I wanted to, I wanted to download your thoughts on some of the modern, you know, procedures that we all sort of accept as normal. And this is, you know, part of the reason why I wanted you on the, on the podcast, because I, I appreciate in the work that you do, the disruption, you know, it's like the pattern interrupt, right? Around what oral hygiene actually is. So, you know, traditional, you know, conventional toothpaste and mouthwashes, uh, I know in, in, in many cases are actually causing the issues. So let's, let's actually, I want to talk about, uh, if we can, um, some of the modern, you know, oral practices like mouthwashes and fluoride, and then maybe we can move into like, if you want to talk about root canals, I have a couple of thoughts on root canals <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, mercury fillings and cavities. So let's, let's start with fluoride. We'll probably I- be able to touch on all of those in what I, in what I talk about, because, yeah. um, for the most part, um, y- your mouth is it needs good bacteria. And if you keep that in mind, not all bacteria is bad, but the marketing, if I just go to the marketing of what we've been fed, I grew up with the green stuff that you swish in your mouth that says kills 99.9% of all bacteria. Yeah, And that sounds great. You're like, okay, I want fresh breath. I'm going to do that. What you don't realize is it's actually killing your good stuff along with the bad stuff. And you're exposed to bad bacteria more than you're exposed to the good stuff. So 
when when we used um, when we use hand sanitizer like alcohol based hand sanitizers on your hands or stuff that contains the triclosan on your hands it's been linked to gut dust dysbiosis but it's also been proven that it takes 2 weeks to reestablish your good bacteria from the last time you either washed your hands with something like that or used a hand sanitizer and the same thing happens in your mouth and we're brushing our teeth twice a day with things that are as potent as antibiotics so triclosan is a very common ingredient in toothpaste. Alcohol would be very similar, like the same type of ingredient in mouthwashes. And there's triclosan also and fluoride in mouthwashes as well. Those are the top three ingredients probably, but what those do they're very similar to what an antibiotic does. It wipes out your good bacteria with your bad. And if you've ever taken an antibiotic, you know that after a couple days of taking it, you can end up with digestive issues like diarrhea or even constipation. And then those become more chronic until you can fix it by either taking probiotics, eating a bunch of kashimi or anything that has all of the good bacteria in it. So now imagine doing the same thing inside your mouth, brushing your teeth with an antibiotic type of ingredient twice a day for life, and then expect to have good bacteria inside your mouth. It doesn't happen. It it won't happen. That bacteria that grows creates its own acidic environment to to protect itself And that environment that it creates is what we know as plaque. And we've all become very accustomed to going to the dentist every six months to get the plaque removed. I'm here to tell you, if you you do it the right way, you won't have plaque again. And your dentist won't ever be plucking that stuff off your teeth. The environment inside your mouth needs to be more neutral to alkaline. The foods that we eat, most of the foods that we eat are acidic by nature. And anytime there's acids in your mouth, a couple things happen. The acids are what causes minerals, where's my tooth, minerals to come out of your enamel. You lose minerals during an acidic environment. Every time you drink coffee, every time you eat red meat, every time you're eating processed foods, anything with sugar in it, the minerals, that's more acidic, the minerals come out. The modern dentistry, the things that you buy um, to brush your teeth with or mouthwash is causing more acid environment inside your mouth. So it's actually causing minerals to be leached out of your teeth. Your saliva, this is the secretion nobody's talking about. It's probably the most important secretion of your body for protection. Your saliva is what is meant to protect you the 24-7 that you're not brushing your teeth. Saliva is more neutral. It it really, I wish it was more alkaline to neutralize the acids, but it's a pretty neutral, but it's meant to wash away the acids, the sugars, and protect your teeth and make it more alkaline so that the minerals that are in your saliva can then put the minerals back in your teeth that your teeth lost during any acidic environment. The problem is our mouths are so acidic that our saliva is no longer able to protect us. We have dysbiosis in our gut, leaky gut, 
malabsorption syndrome. So we're not even absorbing the minerals from our foods and our supplements. So your saliva is also, it's less potent. It doesn't have as many minerals in it because we're just not absorbing them. So it's a double whammy. Even if they're in your saliva, your saliva is in an acidic environment. It can't neutralize. And those acids or those minerals, you just swallow and, and they flow out of you. They don't go back into your enamel. So that was long-winded, but... It was um, great. Yes. Okay. Like soaking it all up. I love that. So let, so if you are, you know, carpet bombing your mouth with, you know, the 99.9%, you know, antibacterial, or basically it's an antibiotic that you're taking twice a day. Um, there are other, um, uh, there are other ingredients that I'd love you to touch on. I know that, you know, if you just look at a, you know, I don't mean to shout out any particular company, but like the crests and the Colgates and the whatevers, you know, you see SLS, sodium lauryl sulfate, you see glycerin sometimes in them. These can, and I'd love for you to expand on what those particular ingredients can do as well. And then I want to talk about, uh, so the, and also in the mouthwash, we were talking about like this triclosan, and then you also have fluoride and everyone, and, you know, I'll kind of give you a little story. Like I basically fired my dentist because he was, you know, he had my child, you know, my child was going for his first little like dentist checkup or whatever. And they're like, okay, and we're going to do like a fluoride treatment on him and did it without my consent. Like I was, you know, kind of waiting in the front and I was like, how dare you? Like, you know, I'm, I'm your patient. Like I've told you my thoughts on fluoride. I never get the fluoride treatment. So, you know, despite the fact that he probably did something illegal with doing, you know, (laughs) without getting the parent's consent for an under 18 year old, Talk a little bit about, let's talk about some of those other components because fluoride, and this is like, I got into almost like a screaming match with this dentist. I was like, how could, but he was like, no, there's like no studies to, to indicate. Cause I was like, it lowers IQ. It crumbles your teeth. It's like a neurotoxin. And he was like, there's no studies to back up what you're saying. There are studies. There are studies that there's actually stu- the study that they actually did the original study that put fluoride on the uh, on the market in the water in the toothpaste they actually hid that study you 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 really have to search to find it because it's been proven that that study was not correct that fluoride doesn't really do anything to improve your dental health fluoride is not um it, it's it, you were not born with fluoride unless you absorbed it from your mother. Mm-hmm. You should not have fluoride in your teeth. You should not have fluoride in your bone. It weakens your bones. If you get fluoride in your bones, it weakens your bones. And it does the same thing to your teeth. The whole idea behind fluoride is that, so in your enamel, when you lose a mineral, say you lose calcium, you can only replace that mineral with calcium to make it strong. It's a lock and key. It needs to be the same mineral. You have a ton of minerals in your teeth. Calcium isn't the only one. Phosphorus, manganese, magnesium, all sorts of minerals. Bones. Um, fluoride. This is, like in, it's, this is what's in bones. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. and when you think about, so I always tell people, because I hear all the time, you can't heal a cavity. You can't heal a cavity. And I say, well, you're probably absolutely right. I always tell, it's usually a dental hygienist who will tell me, you are lying to people. You cannot heal a cavity. And I always say you are 100% absolutely right. You will never heal a cavity with what you're recommending, crest and mouthwashes. Because in the environment that those create, it's an acid environment and, and minerals leave your teeth. You will never heal a cavity. If you change the environment to alkaline and put some minerals right there at the surface and that surface is clean, those minerals go back in your teeth and you 100% can heal a cavity. I have healed cavities that needed root canals to the point where they didn't even need a 
filling. Um, So I know that it can happen. I know it's all science. Like put it in a Petri dish. I can show you. It's all science. And it's true. You'll never heal a cavity if you don't make changes. If you have bad breath, if you have sensitive teeth, if you have gum disease, if you don't make any change, you will never reverse what you have. But if you make the change inside your mouth with some simple things, and I'm not going to ask you to spend any more time in the bathroom, the things I'm going to do, it's like a swap for a swap. Here, you give me that tube of toothpaste. I'll give you this to brush your teeth with, and you're going to see a change almost instantly. And it's only because I'm switching the environment inside your mouth so that the tooth powder will create this alkaline environment. It's healing. It's soothing to your gum tissue. It's it's good for the good bacteria, bad for the bad bacteria. And when you salivate all day long, your saliva doesn't have to fight against this acid environment. It can wash away the food, leave it more neutral and support your immune system because your saliva also has proteins that are antimicrobial and antibacterial and even antiviral. When we think about people that get salmonella or E. coli, It always amazes people that they eat dinner with someone, they go to the same place, they order the same salad, and one of them ends up sick and the other one doesn't, and they they can't figure out why. Well, it's because the person that didn't get sick probably has the good microbiome inside their mouth. Their saliva was able to kill that bacteria right there. They didn't actually swallow a live bacteria or virus and they didn't get sick, but the other guy brushes with the bad stuff, has the bad bacteria that can't control anything, but supports the E. coli salmonella type of environment, they swallow it and kaboom, they get sick, they get diarrhea, they get all sorts of digestive issues. So it really does go back to what you're using. So um, fluoride, like you mentioned, I know we never get it for our kids. I I don't get it for myself. And um, you mentioned that it's a neurotoxin it's um, lowers the all of that stuff has been proven, and in fact, when you have too much fluoride, you see the white spots or the dark spots. It can come up as either or on the teeth yes, that yes. never go away. Like nothing will ever take that away, and they've found it in the bone as well. So the idea behind fluoride was that when there's a hole in the tooth, like this hole here, fluoride would go in and it would it would patch that hole or make it stronger. What really happens when fluoride goes in to heal or into the enamel, it actually kicks out and replaces a good mineral in your tooth. So you're actually replacing it with something that's not normal to be in your tooth. Once it gets into your dentin, which is the area below your enamel, your dentin is fluid-filled, so it's your cushion. If you didn't have fluid in that area, every bite you took would be felt by the nerves in the pulp. And so this is your cushion. It's going to prevent you from being like, ow, ow, ow. Um, but what happens when you start to get sensitive teeth or the fluoride gets in here is that your nerves are in the pulp, your blood vessels are in the pulp. And for a lot of people, this is how fluoride can actually leach in because it will settle into your dentin and then it can leach in through your right. That's a direct link right into your blood vessels. Uh, so that's and a your lot nervous, of and your nervous system <laughs> and your nervous system. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you're, you've got to think your mouth is so close to your brain and all of these toxins, they look for fatty tissue. That's where they hide. And your brain, this is why Botox, once we talk about 
you know, skin. This is why Botox is so detrimental and scary because Botox is botulism. Botulism, all of these toxins, fluoride, they love fatty tissue. And the closest fatty tissue to your mouth is your brain. It's your brain. Well, this is the mercury filling thing, right? Like I had, we had Dr. Dale Bredesen uh, on the podcast to talk about uh, his book, The End of Alzheimer's. And he was talking about exactly what you just said about how mercury fillings, it's like, who thought this was a great idea of mercury, like centimeters away from your brain. And he has a chapter in his book on the oral microbiome and how we can start to reseed and, and really care about the oral microbiome as a proxy for improving brain health and for you know healthy brain aging and for not um, initiating the 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 amyloid the beta amyloid placking and the tau tangles and all the sort of things that we see uh, with the progression of of Alzheimer's disease and I love I love what you're saying so much about the teeth because it's I have run into the same like I remember in practice when I would tell people when I was in chiropractic practice I would say well every about every two years you get a completely new skeleton like you have this osteoblast and these osteoclasts and you know the ratio of which which about, you know, it depends on, there's like things that, you know, modify that number, like your age and how healthy you are and whatever, but you know, your, your bones remodel. And I think that it's an important distinction that we're making here that your teeth are not these like monoliths in the, in these like in at, you know, these innate or inert, you know, things in the mouth they and that heal. Yeah. And they can heal. And we're talking about the terrain versus it's sort of like hosts, you know, it's like the, you know, there's a big discussion this year, of course, with, you know, with the big V word, with the big C word, the, the Rona, right? Where we're talking about, well, what's more important? Is it the virulency of the virus or the invading pathogen, or is it the terrain that it's, that it's involved in? And I like, this is a parallel for me because I've talked a lot about, I mean, my life's work is around improving the terrain so that you are harder to kill. Right? right? Yeah. And, but that's, this is what we're talking about. Like the teeth are these living beings. You have dental fluid, you have the saliva that's sort of cleaning. And, you know, and when you put these, um, you know, exogenous chemicals, like the fluorides and the glycerins and the SLS and the, all the, all the root canals and the cavity fillings and all these things, you are now preventing the natural flow of things you are now, or the mercury fillings, like now you are disrupting the regular mechanics that the two, the mouth has in order to keep these, these teeth healthy. I mean, when someone breaks a bone, can you imagine opening the wound up and pouring mouthwash on the bone? Right. I mean, you wouldn't even right. dream of that. You wouldn't right. dream of it. Mouthwash is going to, so when I talk about healing cavities, the reason that you can't heal a cavity inside the mouth would be because of the environment. Here's the difference. So your, your bone is made up of the same minerals as your teeth. In fact, your enamel is actually stronger than your bone. And it has to be because of the environment that it's in. When you think about your bone, it is in a stable environment with a normal pH, 7.35 to 7.45, stable all the time. If you break a bone, you can fix it because that environment in there is not going to be too acidic. It's actually going to be very neutral and your body's going to send those, the calcium and the phosphorus and what it needs to remineralize and heal that bone. But inside your mouth, the reason it doesn't happen is because your environment inside your mouth normally will go from acidic to alkaline is the way it should go. But if you're using the wrong stuff, it goes acidic, stays acidic stays acidic, more acidic, 
and it's acidic and you never get that alkaline time so that you can actually put the minerals back in and heal that cavity. If we can switch that environment so that it's more in tune with what's in your body, it's more proactive for good bacteria, for health. We all know that healthy bodies love alkaline environments. Even cancer cells can't survive in an alkaline environment. They create acid. So anytime there's acid, it's correlated with death or cell death or destruction. It's not correlated with life and health and vibrancy. So we need to convert what we're using. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I was told by a lot of dentists that the reason that the dental industry created these types of products and actually put sugar in toothpaste, the reason they did this was because people were only coming to the dentist once a year and they needed to figure out a way so that you would have cavities every six months, so that you would have to come in every six months to get those cavities taken care of and filled. So truly, to be completely honest with you, it's your choice what you put in your mouth. It's also your choice how often you want to see the dentist. I'm not saying don't see the dentist. I'm saying that if you take care of your mouth the way that it's intended to keep you healthy, there's a great possibility that you can just say hello to your dentist every 12 months or longer if you really want. When we talk about some of the bad stuff, you were talking about mercury. There's something most people don't know. And this is um, that if you have amalgam fillings or the mercury fillings still in your mouth, you should never put peroxide in your mouth. Peroxide will vaporize mercury. They've actually, if you YouTube it, um, do a search for the vaporizing tooth, they show what peroxide will do to Uh, mercury and it vaporizes so that once it's vaporized, you're inhaling that and absorbing it through your tissues. So the peroxide that's in toothpaste, it's in mouthwashes, in any kind of whitening system. Tooth whiteners. Yeah. Like the tooth whiteners. Yeah. Tooth whiteners should never... It First of all, peroxide doesn't belong in your mouth anyway, because it destroys your good bacteria. It's actually... I found this fascinating. I found a research article recently um, that the bad bacteria creates peroxide to create plaque. That's how plaque is actually created. It it creates its own hydrogen peroxide. And that is how plaque, the biofilm, to protect the bacteria is made. So it blows my mind that here we are. Here, here's some peroxide. Let's create our own plaque. Really? And, you know, let's vaporize all that mercury we put in your body. So, it's just a simple switch. It's not hard. And if you, you know, you're only going to be doing the same thing, you just need to switch what you're using so you can change that environment inside your mouth. I love that. I am incredibly bullish on sauna as a therapy for recovery, heart health, and overall aging well. I personally decided on an infrared sauna from Sunlighten because of the range of far wavelengths and near infrared wavelengths that it offers. Saunas help with detoxification and rejuvenation to rid your body of toxins. It helps with heart health by improving circulation, reducing blood pressure, and helping keep the arteries supple. It helps with muscle recovery by easing the tension and soreness to recover faster. And of course, stress reduction with the warmth and the relaxation of sitting in a sauna. It's crucial for hormonal balance and achieving 
achieving a state of well-being necessary for a strong physique and a strong mind. If you visit sunlighten.com slash better and use code better to get a discount. That is sunlighten, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N.com slash B-E-T-T-E-R and use code better at checkout. So let's kind of move into, let's move into some solutions, right? So uh, I, I, there's so many questions I want to ask you here, but let's just start with some of the basics. Like um, we've been, you know, we've been talking about leaky gums. We've been talking, you know, leaky guts and, you know, Dr. Bredesen was talking about like the leaky, you know, blood brain barrier. Um, how do we brush our teeth? Like, <laughs> and like, what is the right way to do this? Like, I know um, a lot of people, my kids included, I got to like, you know, be a referee because they like to do it like back and forth and they like to kind of get it as quickly as, you know, my kids, if they can do it in two seconds and they're done, like they're happy. But so how, how what's the right way to brush your teeth? So if you're talking technique, the best way to brush your teeth, let me grab my toothbrush. The best way to brush your teeth is to not go side to side, which we all try. We all do this. You know, we, you know, this is just a habit that's going to wear down your uh, gum tissue a little bit more. And you really want to be, to really clean your teeth and your gums. You want to go up and down. If you're one of those people that have a hard time, I tell, I say, go in like a big circle so that you're going more up and down kind of oblong, but go up and down is the best way to brush your teeth. Two minutes is Perfect. You can do three if you want, but really a two minute brush and you just do up and down all around. You know, obviously you're going to switch. And then you want to make sure you're trying to do the up and down on the back sides of both mm-hmm. and then over on, on the front. I guess I could have used my little guy here. But yeah. so, yeah, up and down and then the back. You also want to do that up and down motion and then on the top. What is great about um, the what I'm going to tell you to use is that it's going to get into the gum tissue and pull out toxins. The one thing we didn't talk about is how dirty your gums really are. Your gums are exposed to so many things. And when you think about tissue, it absorbs toxins because it pulls things in. And it's the gateway. We call it your mouth and your gums, the gatekeeper. And it really is. It's holding things. It's like the holding pattern. And the longer that toxins sit in your gum tissue, the more likely your gums are filled with blood vessels, which is why they bleed so easily the more likely it's going to get into your bloodstream. And then as soon as it gets into your bloodstream, off it goes, your brain, your heart, wherever it settles. So um, by, by keeping your mouth clean, but not too clean, but using a clay. So I like using clay. So heavy metals, your mouth is always exposed to heavy metals. It's in some of the foods that we eat. It's in some of the cans. It's in tap water. So cooking, you know, when you go to restaurants, they're cooking in tap water, most likely. Um, those types of things, you're still exposed to heavy metals and toxins, which can then be absorbed into your gum tissue. What I love about brushing with a clay-based tooth powder is that the clay, just like people use it for face masks, body masks, clay baths, and even ingesting clay for an internal cleanse of the entire tube, clay binds to a toxin. So clay, I believe, is a negative charge. Toxins are usually positive. 
And once it's an ionic bond, so as soon as it's bonded, it doesn't let go and clay will pull toxins out. So while you're brushing, you're actually going to be detoxing the tissues as well as your teeth because your teeth are porous and can hold toxins right. as well. Right. So you're going to actually be detoxing your gum tissue as well as your teeth. And the benefits of clay brushing go beyond just detoxing. So clay is fairly alkaline. It's pretty neutral. Are we talking I about blend bentonite, bentonite clay is what we're talking about. So bentonite, yeah. Most like you, you can find a lot of tooth powders or paste with bentonite. I like a blend. So when I blended my formula for my company, Primal Life Organics, I blended three different clays. I'm a nurse and I know that there's benefits for reducing inflammation and reducing pain. Most people have some sort of inflammation in their gums and pain in their mouth, whether it's from sensitive teeth or it's gums. So French green clay was a staple or is a staple in my dental products. French green clay is from the French sea and it has the phytonutrients from the plants like LJ. So that's very beneficial to healing your gums. It's got minerals in it. So it's going to help remineralize your teeth. But my favorite two qualities is that it's analgesics, meaning that it's going to reduce pain and it's an anti-inflammatory. It's going to reduce inflammation. And as a nurse, I know that if I can reduce pain and inflammation, I can speed healing so much faster. So French green clay, and I also use kaolin clay. Bentonite clay is not all-inclusive. I don't feel like brushing with bentonite. It's great. It's a better alternative, but it's not con conclusive or all-inclusive to what your teeth need. So mm. I do the blend of three clays, but that's not the only thing. If you're brushing with a clay-based toothpaste or powder right now, I challenge you to look at the formula, the ingredient list. What needs to also be there is something that's going to make it alkaline. Because remember, you're eating acidic foods all day long. Most of the foods you're eating, unless it's a vegetable, it's probably acidic by nature. So you need something that's going to make it more alkaline. The staple to look for is baking soda. Baking soda is going to make that powder or paste more alkaline so that while you're brushing your teeth, it's going to neutralize any acids. It's going to clean your teeth and your gum tissue. And the minerals that are in that powder are going to be able to go back in and lay down the bricks, just like behind me, lay down the bricks of your enamel to make it thicker and stronger. So for me, that need your whatever you're brushing with needs to be alkaline, it needs to have minerals, and it needs to detox the tissues of your mouth. So clay and baking soda are, are the staple ingredients. And I'll just shout out your product because my kids use them fanatically. It's, is it Dirty Mouth? Is that what it's called? Dirty, dirty Mouth. Yeah, yeah, Dirty Mouth Tooth Powder. I put together a complete package, which has been phenomenal. Um, a, a friend of ours, both of ours, JJ, um, once told me that you need to put a package together for a detox the mouth. Yeah. So that's what I did. I put together a package. It's called the, uh, the Dirty Mouth. It's a um, dental detox kit. And it includes everything that you need to clean your mouth, keep it super clean, detox it, remineralize your teeth, support your saliva, clean your tongue off and all sorts of things. So it's the complete kit, but yes, dirty mouth tooth powder. And I named it dirty mouth because it's made with dirt, Yeah, but 
also so clever. I love the name of it. Like, yeah. Well, and the other flip side of that is that your mouth shouldn't be squeaky clean. It needs to right. be a little dirty yes. with the good stuff. So by cleaning it with dirty mouth, you're doing two things. You're, you're going to remineralize and you're going to keep the good bacteria in there. Right. And well, this is the reason why we let our kids play in the dirt, right? It's like the reason why, because you are also promoting a robust and vibrant immune system as well. So I, I, I love that. And I noticed, you know, if you, for those of you that are listening on uh, just, you know, on audio, she also has a one of the toothbrushes that we also have, which is the bamboo. This is your bamboo toothbrush. Uh, Can you, is there a reason why, like my kids use that toothbrush, but is that the best kind of tooth? I mean, I, they use it because it's your product and I support you and I love you, but is is there is there some science behind it or tell me tell me a little bit about why this maybe versus the alternative that you might find in the drugstore yeah i you know what i love so first of all a soft toothbrush bristle so don't use anything firm or medium it needs to be soft otherwise you're going to be damaging not just your gums but you could also be a little too abrasive on your teeth your enamel but mine is um bamboo the it's black. If you're watching the video, you can see that the bristles are actually black. It's black because it's infused with activated charcoal. So activated charcoal is a great, we've, we use it. You, you've probably heard about it for whitening your teeth, but it's also going to help detox your mouth. So this will help break up plaque a little bit more. It's going to help detox while you're brushing. So even brushing with my regular clay base, you're going to get a little more detox just by using this brush. So I, you know, people always ask me, can I use Sonic? the the sonic toothbrushes and things like that. Sure, you can still use those if that's what you love to use. Um, if you get my kit, I always suggest trialing this. Some people will brush with this toothbrush in the morning. Some will brush with sonic at night. And the reason is just like everything else in life, this is going to do a different job than another toothbrush, like a sonic toothbrush will. And not that one's better than the other, but when you do one and the other, you're actually going to be getting a different type of brush or cleaning um, when you're when you're brushing your teeth. So I love this because I think the manual up and down, we get lazy with Sonic, you know, that kind of thing. And we just kind of yeah. hold it and move <laughs> you just it, hold right? it and you're like, please brush my teeth. <laughs> Siri, Siri, brush my teeth. You know, it's kind yeah, of right, right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I like doing, I like the manual because it makes me feel like I'm actually doing something and I'm more in tune with what I'm doing and I make sure. I don't miss anything. It's right. really gentle on your gums, going to pull toxins. So yeah. And it's all biodegradable as well too. And is it, I've heard that it's not a good idea to brush your teeth immediately after eating that you're because the saliva and the dentin and the fluid and all of that, is that, is that, is there any truth to that? Or, uh, and if there is, is there a certain amount of time that you recommend after eating to go and floss and maybe brush your teeth? Well, I never recommend brushing with toxic stuff. So if you're brushing with the toxic stuff, you're actually better off just brushing with water. Um, to be honest with you. So if you're brushing with the wrong stuff, then yeah, don't brush after dinner. <laughs> you're only going to make those it more acidic and grow more of the bacteria. If you're brushing with something that's good, the clay base, you can brush right after. It's going to keep that environment really healthy and it's going to support your saliva. So you can actually brush right after you eat. With my protocol, what my protocol um, for, for dental health, I walk people through 
brushing, what to do in the morning and what to do at night. And I always like to tell people when you get out of bed in the morning, your mouth has been detoxing all night long. It's getting rid of toxins. It's cleaning. Like while you're sleeping, things are happening just like in your body. Things are happening in your mouth. So the last thing you want to do is take a swish of water and swallow it. What you really need to do is take a swish of water if you really need to wet your mouth and spit it out. Swish it and spit it out because of all that detox crud you don't really want to swallow. But my protocol is scraping your tongue first thing, Mm -hmm. getting rid of that bacteria, which is really a biofilm on your tongue, that white crusty stuff. If you have bad breath, um, and if you suffer from chronic bed rub, like it's always bad, it's a good possibility that it's coming from the tongue as well as the crevices in your gum tissue. So scraping that bacteria off your tongue, it takes less than 10 seconds, three scrapes, you're good to go. Your food's going to taste better and you're going to have better breath because that bacteria is going to be gone. So um, doing a scrape of your tongue, brushing and then flossing. In the morning, you brush first. I always say breakfast, brush first, and then floss after you brush. And the reason for that is if you're brushing with my dental products, which is the clay base, after you brush, you don't even need to swallow or rinse. You just spit. And then if you do the floss after you brush, you still have that good clay and those those minerals. And you're flossing some of that in between your teeth, which loses minerals too. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that you're remineralizing those areas. So by flossing after you brush, you're going to be getting some of that good um, tooth powder between your teeth. And then applying a gum serum. We talked about mouthwash, don't do it, but we didn't talk about what to do. So what you want to do, if you you know want to replace, feel like you're replacing your mouthwash, you replace it with something that is oil-based. Your gum tissue needs nutrients. It needs the same thing that your skin needs. It needs the oils. Olive oil is what I use for mine and 11 essential oils. The essential oils are going to increase blood flow, reduce inflammation, helps cells turn over faster so we can get those gums regenerating and healing faster, all sorts of things. It's antimicrobial, antibacterial, all those things that anti, um, those essential oils do. But the gum serum um, is made with olive oil. A lot of people do oil pulling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever tried it. I do it all the time. I do it every night. Do you? Mm-hmm. So oil pulling, I and I get this all I the time. I don't do it long. I know that I do it for like, I usually I'm swishing in my mouth as I'm like kind of putting on my oils for the night. So I probably do it for like maybe seven to 10 minutes, maybe. And I'm not going to say don't do it because always people read this wrong from me. What I like to tell people is the pain point is what you just said. You don't do it for 20 minutes. It's a 20 minute investment. And most people use coconut oil because it tastes better. Olive oil is the better option. But if you've ever tasted like even a tablespoon and tried to swallow it, olive oil doesn't taste good. So swishing olive oil in your in your mouth is not going to be as... Oh, I love that. I sometimes take shots of olive oil. I love oh, olive do? oil. Yes, so I love olive oil. So you're different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> most people... That's not the first time I've heard that, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most people don't like the the taste. It's very, it's very strong. Potent. It can be strong. It can be spicy. Like a really good quality olive oil is spicy. Like It's it, spicy. Yeah. 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 
But olive oil is actually better for your gums. It has more nutrients than coconut. But the pain point is the 20 minutes. Mm. So what I usually tell people is if you're doing my system, the clay, the reason people do oil pulling, in case anybody's not familiar, is that it helps to remove toxins from the gum tissue, helps whiten the teeth, soften the gums, all sorts of things inside the mouth like that. The one thing it doesn't have is the minerals in it. It will help with your teeth being um, clean, but it doesn't really have any minerals in it to remineralize your teeth. But when you switch to a clay-based, so my dirty mouth tooth powder will do the same thing in two minutes that oil pulling will do in 20. And truly, if you're not doing 20 minutes, you're not getting the full effect of the, the oil right. pulling. Right. So I usually tell people, like, if you really don't, if you like the benefits of oil pulling, but the investment of 20 minutes is something you can't do. Switching to the, the clay-based tooth powder and the gum serum is made of olive oil. So you're going to get the nutrients. You're going to get all the good things that you would be doing with swishing, but you're going to get it in so much less time with less time investment, which to me converts to um, better results only because I know that most people won't do the 20 minutes. So I'd rather give you something that you're not going to add 20 minutes to your day. You're literally going to say, here, give me this. Um, I'm going to give you this in place. Um, okay. And I'm not going to make you do anything more. Just switch what you're using. The other thing that I do, uh, and you can maybe comment on this is I'll put uh, a little bit of like gum serum on my floss Oh yeah, and I'll do, and when I'm flossing and then you can kind of feel like you get some of those like minerals, like, you know, there's like essential oils and stuff in the, um, in the serum and you get that kind of in, you know, up in those little crevices where the, where the bone meets the, where, where the bone meets the gum. Is that something that you recommend? Oh, absolutely. And that's one of my like hacks that I tell people, like my pro tips. If you really like when you're, when you're using the gum serum, put a drop on your finger, rub your floss through it and then floss because in between your teeth, you know, your teeth have five surfaces and we can only reach three of them most for most teeth, unless they're the back teeth, you can only reach three of them with your toothbrush. So I always tell people when they're like, do you really need to floss? I say only the teeth you want to keep. If you don't care about them, <laughs> you don't need to floss them. But if you really want to keep them, you need to floss them. Right. Here's why. Yeah. When we're looking at the mouth, bacteria, you know, we can clean the front of the teeth. So the bacteria typically won't start from the front of the teeth. It hides in the crevices between your teeth and then it burrows. That's why we get the gums that come away from the tooth. And yeah. then all of a sudden you end up with a brown looking root, you know, right where the gums peeling away and starting to recede, you get that brown color. Well, that's why, because the bacteria starts in the center between the teeth, and it will burrow between the gum tissue and your, your root. And once it starts doing that, that's when it starts to create the plaque. So it's protected. And then it starts to burrow into your gums and then into the root of your tooth. And then if it gets to the root of your tooth, now your chances of the, the nerve, your neurological system, your blood pathway, as well as your bone, um, your jawbone, and in, in, in severe periodontitis, your jawbone is affected. And then that's when you can get the loose teeth. And once you get to that point, it's really hard to save a tooth because now you've affected different layers of your mouth, yeah. not just your, what you see and feel. 
Right. Let, let's talk a little bit about tooth whitening. Um, I have, before I knew all of this, I have also been to the dentist where, you know, the dental whitening where like they open your mouth with these like, you know, jaws of life and they put this weird goopy stuff on your gums and they put lasers. It's actually quite scary. And like your teeth get like, I remember, you know, after I had one of these white sessions, like for days after I would get these random zings, like these like super sensitive, like my nerves were like, how could you do this to us? (laughs) So when we think about you know, there's like in-house in the dentist, you know, where they put this like bleach or like the peroxide or whatever the product is, you know, the, the crest strips, the toothpaste that whitens your teeth every time you do it. Is there a natural way for us to whiten our teeth? And I've, I've spoken to a couple of people about this and the, the understanding that I have is that, you know, the whiteness of the teeth is something that you can certainly m- modulate, but it really is like an internal job, right? Like the enamel is not like that what the you know the allopathic or traditional dentists are going to try to affect is the enamel but what you really want to be working on is like the whiteness like the pulp chamber and all the things like you want to be working on that first and then that's actually how you get the white teeth do you agree disagree have thoughts i'd love to hear what you this have. is one of my favorite topics because just like you as a woman i love to smile yeah and I love to see people smile because it's contagious Mm -hmm. and I want my teeth to look really good. So I actually developed a system. I'll show it to you in a minute that is peroxide free because peroxide is the the death of your tooth. You know, so this is, this is how peroxide works. I'm going to show you how peroxide whitens your teeth very quickly. Keep in mind that peroxide, even a short treatment, when I mentioned it earlier, peroxide, hydrogen peroxide is what, Uh, bacteria create to make plaque. It also destroys your good bacteria. It is harsh or caustic to your gum tissue. So even, you know, if you don't have receding gums, it is still going to cause some sort of detrimental, um, something detrimental to happen to your gum tissue could wear it away a little bit. Um, And that zing that you get is because peroxide, the way peroxide works. So Technically, the dentist, before you use peroxide, you should get the depth of your enamel checked because if your enamel is too thin, you should not be using peroxide. But most people don't know that and most dentists don't check your depth of your enamel. So what? how, how, how it works. The blue part, if you're watching this, if you can see the video, I'm holding up a model of a tooth. Underneath your enamel is your dentin. It's that fluid-filled space. In the model that I'm holding up, it's blue colored. It's blue colored for a reason. Your dentin is not clear and it's not white. It is either a bluish color, a grayish color, or a yellowish color. When you're enamel, this is where I love to say, if we work on your enamel, we will actually achieve results that are long-term and serve you better than doing a peroxide treatment. Peroxide pulls that moisture or the water or the the liquid out of your dentin. Remember, this is your cushion. This is what's going to help prevent you from hurting while you're eating. But it pulls the moisture out of your dentin. The reason it does that, this is the reason it works so quick, is because if it can dehydrate your dentin, your tooth, that 
color goes from bluish or grayish to more opaque. So if your tooth, your, if your enamel is really thin and you're seeing the discoloration from your dentin and we, de- we pull out moisture, your tooth is going to look much whiter because your dentin is now no longer a bluish or a grayish color. It's very opaque. The problem is, as peroxide seeps down into your dentin, your nerves are right here. It's caustic to your nerves. That's why it hurts. Mm-hmm. It's getting, it's touching your nerves and it's caustic to your nerves. So that's why it hurts. And then of course, it's always right there. Um, it can get into your bloodstream as well. So that's how peroxide works. The reason peroxide doesn't last is because your tooth is always going to try to go back to normal. As soon as you dehydrate that, your tooth is weakened. You've just weakened your tooth. Think about pulling moisture out of a bone. Is it going to still be able to hold you know, the weight of you? Probably not. So you've weakened your tooth. Your tooth needs to make itself strong again. So it, as soon as it starts to rehydrate the dentin, your enamel is going to, your teeth are going to start to look dingy again. Uh, so what I decided to do, you know, when I stop and think about what's the best way to whiten your teeth, well, it's to make your enamel as thick as possible. And I've already told you, you can heal a cavity. So why can't you thicken your enamel? You had thick enamel at one point, you can thicken it back up. It just takes longer. It takes a little bit longer. It's not that quick white. So what I created will whiten the surface of your tooth very quickly, but it's actually going to lay down those minerals so that your enamel can become thicker. It's not going to do anything to your dentin. It's going to keep your dentin intact. It's literally going to work on the outside of your tooth. It's peroxide-free, going to work on the outside of your tooth. The, the tooth powder will help do this as well. But the teeth whitening system that I created... This is brand new. This is something that we are just releasing. Um, it's really cool. And Dr. Stephanie, I don't, I don't know how much you are into light therapy, like the red light therapy. Oh, I'm, I have an infrared sauna. I have my little Juve. No affiliation with the company, but I have my little mini Juve here. I'm, all, I'm all about mitochondrial health and red. You're light. gonna love that. I'm gonna show yeah. you. This is, this is brand new. So we've had a couple versions. This is, is this the one version. that I saw you walking in the airport with. Is this the uh-huh. one? That, this yeah. one's different. This oh, is oh, the is new one. Okay. So okay. this is the new version. So the old version used to plug into your cell phone. It only had four red lights. So red light therapy, when we talk about your mouth and gum tissue, um, light therapy has been used for a long time for your skin. And we're just beginning to understand how putting that inside your mouth can help your mouth. So red light therapy stimulates collagen production. You have collagen in your gums and in your bones. So when we're talking about dental health, red light therapy helps with your gum tissue, healing your gums, keeping them nice and firm, preventing that leakiness so things can't get into your body. So red light therapy helps with your gums. Blue light helps reduce the bad bacteria inside the mouth, the bacteria that causes bad breath and gingivitis. And then it also will help whiten the teeth along with a gel. But I'm going to turn this on. I'm going to show you how this works. So it turns on. So this one, I got to kind of do it fast because as soon as I set it to one mode, it'll stay. But it goes blue, all red, or the combination of blue and red. And so the red is for your gums. The blue is more for the whitening. And then the combination will do both at the same time. And this will set the treatment for 15 minutes. You put the light therapy, after you put the gel on, I'll show you the gel, but you put the gel on your teeth and then you set this in your mouth. It's really comfortable and it, it'll go off. It'll beep and go off after about 15 minutes. And the gel that I created is soothing to your gums. It's a olive oil base and it's got um, two different clays in it so that while you're doing your treatment, it's going to be alkaline. So those minerals can lay back down the foundation of that enamel to help make it stronger and thicker. 
And then it's got the essential oils in it that help remove surface stains, help to reduce inflammation. They're antimicrobial, antibacterial, all of those good things for your gum tissue. And it's the olive oil base. So it's going to be soothing for your gums. You're no longer going to have that pain. So this is the new system that I have. And the gel is a white gel. You just put some on your finger, put it on your teeth and pop your treatment and totally portable, rechargeable, and you can get quite a few treatments out between charges. Amazing. And I'll send you one. I'll send you a new one. Oh, this- I'd love that. And I'll put the link for this in the show notes as well. So Betty's, if you're interested in this, we can also link this out for them to, uh, to find it out as well. And you ship, we were asking, I was asking you this oh, yeah. uh, pre-chat, like you ship internationally. Are there any... And maybe we're not shipping to certain, but like for like we you know. ship worldwide. I think there's very few um, countries that we don't ship to, mainly because customs doesn't. It, it's just right. a customs thing. But yeah. we do ship to Canada. We do ship to Australia, New Zealand, um, the UK. We ship worldwide. It just is taking a little bit longer. So I just ask you to be patient. Or if you want to upgrade to a faster shipping, um, you can do that. But it just is taking a little bit longer because of all the issues with shipping right now international. Right. That's okay. That's okay. And that's very acceptable as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what role does um, essential oils play in terms of, and are there essential oils that we should be cognizant of in terms of disrupting pathogen signaling in the body and helping to renew our gums? Is there essential oils that have been shown to help with enamel thickening or anything uh, related to oral care? So yeah, um, most essential oils, I know there's always the big debate um, of, you know, are essential oils okay or are they killing the good stuff with the bad stuff? Everything that I have seen in, in theory, in research and in practice, as far as with my customers, is that the way that I have formulated, so it doesn't just come down to what are you using? I think, you know, everybody wants the blanket statement. No, they're all safe. Everything's safe or no, they're all bad, which is what a lot of dentists like to say. No, don't use any essential oils. Well, it comes down to the way it's formulated. And if it's formulated correctly and so that it's not creating acids, it's actually creating alkalinity, then you're going to get the benefits without any of that damage. So in the way that mine is formulated, so I can't speak to all essential oils. And it really comes down to the fact that not, you know, if it's formulated wrong, any essential oil is going to be devastating. So it really comes down to how it's formulated to make sure that it's formulated. So it's going to be protective of the teeth. And what's really bothers me about, um, you know, I see I see new dental companies or new toothpaste and tooth powders coming out every single day, endorsed by celebrities and all sorts of people. And what bothers me is it's the same formula just packaged differently. And no one's really talking about the reasons that you really brush your teeth and how to make them healthy. We're but we've been brainwashed to believe that we're we're supposed to brush our teeth to clean them. That's totally wrong. It's totally wrong. Your saliva is meant to clean your teeth. That's really, and you're supposed to be eating crunchy foods. That's what's going to clean your teeth and keep your teeth strong and keep your gums healthy. We've dumbed down our diet to soft foods, foods that are processed to the point where we no longer have strong jaws and big jaws and big teeth. So, really, the whole process really just needs to be reversed. If you're brushing with the right products, eating the right foods, your mouth will be healthy. But you have to make that transition in order for it to happen. Because if you're heading down the path of bad breath, gum disease, and and 
sensitive teeth. Sensitive teeth is your warning. If you have sensitive teeth to hot and cold, it's your warning that you're losing minerals. And if you don't replace those minerals, you will end up with a cavity or a tooth that needs to be pulled because the enamel is so weak that you can't really, you can't keep that tooth any longer. Mm -hmm. So really it's just switching what you're using. Amazing. So let's, if people want to find out, I mean, I want to, I'm, you're going to come back on the show because I want to talk about skincare because I have so many questions about masks and oils and all the things, but um, if people want to find you, so like tell them where they can find your company, where they can find you, if they have questions for you, the detox kit, like tell everybody all the things. I'll give you the link for the detox kit. It's just easy, easier. Dental detox box is, um, I think what it's called, dentaldetoxbox.com is really, but I'll give you the link so you can post it. People can can find it very easy. They can find me at primallifeorganics.com is the website. Um, I'm also on all the social media platforms. We're on Facebook. I do a lot of teaching on Facebook. I go live. I have a Facebook group called Natural Skincare Group that I'm interactive with. Um, and I'm on Instagram, of course, at Primal Life Org. Those are the main ones. And then, of course, we're on all the other platforms as well. But those are the main places to find me. Talking about skin is going to be fun because let me ask you this. I'll see if you can answer this. Uh-oh. I get asked this all the time. So this is just like a prelude of what you're going to get. What is the number one ingredient to avoid in skincare? Oh, I think I know this answer. What? Water. Yay! <laughs> what do yeah. I win, Trina? <laughs> when yeah, I'm you know, it makes me so angry. And we'll talk about this on the next one. But it makes me so angry when I look at a thing and it says aqua. It's like, who are you kidding? You don't think that I know that that's not water. And I so water... And it's like, why am I going to buy water in a fancy plastic? I and hate if that. you're if you're using a moisturizer that has water in it, number one, it's probably tap water. So if you're, we're talking about heavy metals, radioactive material, fluoride, fluoride. But yeah. we're also talking about endocrine disruptors, birth control pills, right. all sorts of drugs end up in the water. So hormone disruptors. But not only is that bad, but if it's in something you are putting on your skin to make your skin look younger, water in your skincare, especially your moisturizer, is going to cause premature aging. That's great. And it's so funny because we think, oh, water, like I should be drinking, you know, three liters, you know, of water a day or three quarts or whatever, or two to three quarts of water a day for my Americans. Um, but it's not, it's good internally, right? Like it hydrates and plumps things up when there's water and hydration from the cells internally, but put like topical application of it. Um, Topical yeah. application is going to dehydrate your skin. So think yeah. about when you get in a bathtub or you're in a, um, a pool oh, yeah. for extended yeah. periods of time. Yeah, yeah, you end up with wrinkled skin. Yeah. And it's the problem, part of the, part of the pro it's an overuse. You know, I, I tell people, you know, if you're using one product that has water in it, as much as I don't like water, you're probably going to be okay as long as you're using other things that are not water-based. Mm -hmm. But it's the overuse. Every product has water in it. And when you formulate, because I know how to formulate products and I, I know what the base formula is for products, a standard conventional product, water makes up between 75 and 90% of that product. So if you're using something that has 90% water in it, you're, you're dehydrating your skin and causing premature aging, premature wrinkles, premature discoloration, because all of that happens when you dehydrate your skin. Oh, that so makes me so angry. All yeah. of that. 
Yes, I can't wait because there's, you know, there's one thing I will say my grandmother on my Lebanese side, she was like, this is what you got to do. You got to clean your house with vinegar. You got to moisturize your body with olive oil and then brush your teeth with baking soda. So she, I love kinda, her. So she, <laughs> so she kind of missed a little bit on the clay part with the teeth, you know, but the, well, the here's the thing though. Part, right? This is what like, we didn't talk about this really quick. Baking soda. So I, you know, people ask me, can I brush with baking soda? Can I brush with charcoal? My answer is in a pinch. Yes, you can. So if you go on vacation and you forget to pack your dirty mouth tooth powder, Almost every hotel has a kitchen that has baking soda. So call down and say, hey, I need a tablespoon of baking soda. You don't need to tell them you're going to brush your teeth with it, but that's what you can use in a pinch. But the reason you don't want to do it long-term for either charcoal or baking soda is because it only satisfies the ability to... Um, alkalize your mouth. It right. doesn't have any minerals in it. Right. Uh, charcoal will pull toxins, but it neither one of them have the minerals to strengthen your teeth. So short term, it's okay. But long-term, you want to use something that has that combination. Amazing. And we will get into all the geeky science on that next time. I can't wait. And, I, and I'm just in gratitude for you because you have like I was saying before, you have this body of work that is really like a pattern interrupt because most Bettys that are listening, most of my listeners probably are going to go up to their bathroom and be like, oh, damn, yeah, there's a fluoride. Oh, damn, there's the, you know, all the, all the things that they're using. So I think that this is a really great opportunity for us to think about how we can level up the terrain, how we can make ourselves stronger and having a healthy oral microbiome as we've been talking about, is going to level up immunity. It's going to make your teeth look better. Like, like I said, Way I'm better. a vain woman. I am okay with like doing these things if it means my teeth are going to look better. Um, and of course, it's going to confer all of the health benefits, the vitality, the lowering of the inflammation, the gut dysbiosis, all the things. So, thank you so much for your time. And I will, um, we'll uh, we'll get you book. We'll get you on the books for the skincare uh, podcast. That'll be great. Absolutely. And hey, Betty's, when you do that, when you go and you investigate everything, don't shame your Yourself. Like it, yes. you, yeah, you it's it's okay. It's what, it's what we've been told. And right. here's the thing: it can be fixed. Like Dr. Stephanie was talking about, every two years you create but this can be fixed and reversed. It's not, you're not stuck with the teeth you have, you are not stuck with the skin you have. You only just need to make a couple tweaks and changes, and you will be blown away at the difference. So, yes. Amazing. Thank you. Isn't she great? Oh, she's such a geeky nerd like myself. And I just always enjoy when I get to have any time with Trina. She's such a powerhouse. And as you heard, I am deaf. We've already booked our next conversation for having her back to talk all about skin. And I'm so happy that when she pop quizzed me that I knew the answer. I was like, okay, yes, it's water. (laughs) So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you check out the show notes, as I mentioned, for her dental detox kit and her LED whitening system that is going to thicken your enamel. I mean, how amazing is that? It's going to thicken your enamel and it's going to naturally whiten it through the thickening of it. So I I thought that 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 was brilliant. And if you have any questions, Like we get clean beauty questions all the time. And that's why I wanted Trina on, but we get it through our Facebook group. We actually had a really great suggestion that I'm going to start preparing a geeky magic on in terms of vaginal health. So if you have questions uh, that you would like me to maybe put in a solo episode or bring on guests that have a certain expertise, make sure that you join our Facebook group. The Facebook community group is free. 
It's called The Better Community, Better with an Exclamation Point on Facebook. So I hope you enjoyed this. Hope you got a lot of value at it. And Bettys, I will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For those of you who want to continue on this week's Geeky Magic Carpet Ride with me, visit bettershow.co forward slash show notes. You'll find research, links, summary notes, musings that I prepared in preparation for the podcast. And I often throw in some of my best practices, bonuses, and links. All the juicy bits are in there for you. And now for the obligatory legal and medical disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and the advice recommendations we discuss do not replace medicine, chiropractic, or any other primary healthcare provider's advice, treatment, or care. In the consumption of this podcast, there is no doctor-patient relationship formed, and the use and implementation of the information discussed are at the sole discretion of the listener. The information and opinions shared on this podcast are not intended to be a substitute for primary care, diagnosis, or treatment. This episode is brought to you by yours truly, Dr. Stephanie Estima, and Leverage. Leverage handles all production, creates the images that you see on my social media, and takes out all my awkward pauses. They are my secret magic bullet. You can visit them at getleverage.com forward slash better.